Welcome back, all you podcast fanatics, to the Webble with a Cup of Joe podcast. We are here once again, Monday, June 15th, with another great episode. And we got a, another special guest today. But before we let that cat out of the bag, let me tell you, it's been about a couple of weeks since we've heard from the great Mr. Jace Hammock, who was our first guest. And man, what, what a... What a great uh, first guest that we had there, right, Joe? I mean, you couldn't get anyone better for episode one. Somebody who goes out there and just makes it happen out in the football field, gets a championship, gets a national ring, and uh, he he seemed to have done it all and stuff. And it was such a great inspiration to see that. And I hope some of uh, you uh, uh, podcast listeners there got kind of a feel of what you actually need to do, and maybe spread the word out to a son, a nephew, or or granddaughter, whoever. Just if you want to make it big and go to college. I mean, not even just in college, but just in general in life, you know, you go out there in life, if you work hard, you keep yourself dedicated, you follow what your your parents or those before you, he had mentioned that uh, Sean William had given him some advice, and he just, I mean, he took it to heart, he went out there and uh, he made it happen. He did, he really did, and uh, just like we got our, uh, you know, I, today we have another special guest, and, and just listening to this uh, uh, wonderful young man here, you know, a lot of good wisdom, a lot of good information that he's going to have and, and give out and stuff like that. Yeah, so, and, and Father's Day is around the corner. Come. You know what? What a better way to, to start it off, you know, for the Father's Day. Uh, we can actually almost call this a Father's Day podcast special right Father's here. Day podcast special. Yes, you can. I mean, it's, you're going to listen to, to the stories that he's going to have to say, but this is definitely going to be a podcast that's going to be about what fatherhood is, what his father meant. Like, what his father taught him, he's now teaching to his kids. That is... And, that and, is that is the journey, and, and and you, you know, you becoming a father, and, and me becoming a father, and stuff. It's it's one of one of my, I, I'd have to say, probably one of the greatest gifts that that God has granted me, uh, in in becoming a father, uh, not only to you know my own child, but you know to two kids that that I was uh, I was actually blessed to have to come into my life that I picked up as you could say alone. No, I, you know what I'm saying. Picked up a lease, and now you know they're 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 grown and getting getting raised properly. I so. mean, definitely, there's no greater gift in life than fatherhood. Uh, parenthood, whatever you want to say, motherhood. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mothers would feel the same way. Um, so yeah, definitely, I became an insta dad on you know once I said I do, and and it's definitely has its challenges, but it's yeah. those challenges that I mean even in the short short eight months that I've been married, I've been a dad. Uh, you already see like the joy of it, even though sometimes you're like, okay, did I do this right? Did I not do that right? But whenever you see them take what you've taught them, even if for me it's only been eight months, even though I've only technically been a father for eight months. You know, I was being a father figure. She has her dad, but I've been a father figure in her everyday life when I was already dating, when I was engaged with, with Gladys. So, yeah, it's definitely, I, don't, I can't imagine anything greater than actually being a father. Yeah, it, it is one of, uh, one of the great, uh, greatest gifts that, uh, you know, on, on my level that God has given me and, and definitely requires a lot of patience, something that I didn't really have, you know, yeah. being a single man. And, and we, we know that, and uh, we can always ask Mr. Theo, Vito Trevino with his opinionated facts. With his opinion, opinionated facts for sure. And uh, but we'll uh, we'll continue with that at a at a later AARP uh, meeting with Chachi with, with Chachi Rodriguez. And so we'll go from there. But you know, today I want to talk about. We're going to bring in this this guest today, and and uh, great 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 uh, male figure, great father figure, uh, great. Uh, it seems like a friend, a great coworker. And, and just just talking with him just for a few minutes and stuff and and you know that I was here there's a lot of information he's gonna give us and and I know I'm gonna take something out of it I know you will as well 
So uh, I guess there's no better way than just to go ahead and bring him on in and let's get it started. Bring him in. I mean, he comes many, many different names. Yes. Many different titles. <laughs> he, <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he reminds me a little bit about you. You know, you have all your, your special names, Webel, Eric, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eric, Frank, Frankie, you know, once again, uh, Omar, the great Omar Trevino uh, gave me that name. I'll, I'll always continue to answer by that. And then uh, we'll go by Webel. And Webel, people know me by Webel ever since I was once again in, uh, from, gosh, I guess a sophomore in, in, in or actually eighth grade. Uh, eighth grade. And then uh, they chanted it when I'd play baseball. And it stuck with me ever since. And so, yeah, you know. <laughs> but this guy here, he's got actually a, quite of a bit of a story. Yeah, so. Let's go ahead and let's call him by his uh, legal name, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Munoz. Jesus Munoz. Mr. Munoz, thank you for coming aboard and, and allowing us to come in and talk with you a little bit. Uh, a lot of people know you by uh, Jesse. A lot of people know you by Junior. And uh, those are the good people. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully uh, there's no bad out there. Don't <laughs> say otherwise, you know, about you. But uh, seriously, on the, on, the, on the good note, what is what do you prefer to be called? At this time of day, uh, don't call me any bad names. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse's stuck. Uh, everybody calls me Jesse, but you know, when you hear the words Junior, then when you hear the words, the name Jesus and Junior, it, it's also touching. It, cause you, it brings back a lot of memories, and uh, you go back in time. So I'm kind of privileged to be called three names, kind of have three AKAs. So it makes you go back in time, going like back in the future, and start reminiscing what that person was around. Uh, why is he called you Junior? Yeah. You know, I remember holding Couple Joe here. Yeah. He was a he was the cutest little baby around at the time. You know, <laughs> he was a popular the first Joe, and we're, you know how kids kind of babysit kids. Yeah. He was always around. Yeah. Everybody liked holding him. <laughs> I used to like holding him because he's more like tortilla chips. <laughs> you grew up in La Hacienda, right? Yeah, what was it? That's right, La Hacienda. You know, I grew up in my grandma's restaurant, and so I definitely smell like it. But, but we, let's let's focus on the important thing. He said I was the cutest baby. Well, now at the and, time. Now, at the time. At it the went time. downhill after there. I, yeah, we could say it did go downhill from there because I don't know where Q came from. But at one point, I was the yeah, most. Like holding Joe, can I hold him? Can I hold him? He, yeah. he, he was a. He was a chill kid. Well, you, you see, see, folks, that is why I say we have a well, we have a kind, gentle-hearted man here to actually bring out the best in some people, and so they, he's actually being really, really nice because Joe is he's just ugly as ever. So time gets us off. Yes. Time gets us yeah, off. Yeah. So, Mr. Jesse Munoz, we appreciate you coming aboard and stuff, and uh, once again. Uh, you know, if it's okay, I'm just going to call you Jess, and, and Jesse, I'm sure you'll, you'll answer to anything, and yeah. just hearing the stories of, of uh, you know, people calling you different names and stuff, and that, you know, you bring up a, a good point there, that brings you back to when the people called you that for a specific reason, it might be a family member, it might be a friend, but it stuck with you, apparently they meant something to they you, something. Uh, for you to actually keep that, so, definitely. and I know you have a lot of people uh, yeah. on your heart and in, oh, yeah. definitely in your mind that you keep close to you uh, to always uh, to keep that aboard so with that with all those people in your life it's brought you to this point where we are here today and we're here sitting at the M5 garage. detail garage yes the detail M5 garage folks if you listen and you're here in Andrews America Come and get your car cleaned and detailed. Let me tell you, these guys got some great products right off the top of right off the top of the bat. You can't get anything better than chemical guys. And let me tell you, 
not only have I seen this stuff, I'm also a user of it. I oh, have. Wow. I have. So not only are you a spokesperson, I, I, I am also I am also a customer of this wow. stuff. I might, yeah. I might need some help later on. And you know what? I could probably I could tell you. So part time. Yeah, there you go. I, I you know I've gone so deep. I've even redone my my uh, headlights. I've I've sanded yeah. wet sanded them and I've redone it and and everything like that. I could tell you I probably got close to about seven hundred dollars worth of product in in my house and just for my truck and my car. So, uh, but definitely come and get your vehicle come cleaned up here. M five garage man. And what what better way to get it clean by these products and stuff so uh we'll definitely get into that as well so jesse tell us a little bit about yourself tell us i mean you don't have we don't have to go into m5 this very specific reason but uh tell Let's, us yeah where were you born where, where were you born well i come not, my nationality is from ojinaga ojinaga yes sir hard working hard working mexican hard working, came yeah. all the way up here right yes sir my dad was a ranch hand uh well, they, my great grandpa had uh, big ranches and uh he and then he handed the ranch my dad was raised and born on, he, he handed uh, my grandma another ranch. Instead of his boys, my grandma had one because she got married. And she's a ranch lady. I got to see her work. Uh, we showed up one day and she was plowing with the mules and just one little deal. And we, he had a driveway out there. And yeah. talk about a hardcore ranch, no light, electrical. Uh, she built the ranch out of the stones off the really? river rock. Wow. And just, I mean, water well. On the bottom, and, and she she enjoyed it. She was happy. She raised uh, a few cattle that she got from cattle. She went to the goat, uh, mules, donkey. She was sell. She yeah. was sell a lot of stuff. People were looking for good, strong mules, those big ones, to work in these ranches. And she was well known because of her her dad, which is my great granddad. So uh, I saw a real strong work ethic from them. Uh, moving in, I'll jump later in life. We got involved with 4-H when my kids got involved with that. And, the memories came back to where, if your grandma was around to see this, I got to see why Genesis, she loved that. She fell in love with that. And uh, she said, man, she almost took after your grandma. You know, So you'll see generational things just hand, being hand down and talent. And uh, so I, we go up there in the summers. That's why we never hung around here and played a lot of sports. That was our Six Flags trip. Yeah. Go back in the summers and go visit the family. Yeah. You know, But I was a month old when uh, I was born, brought to the USA. And uh, so I was... Go back to the name deal. I was an American citizen, and I was like, "No, only your brother." Why is he? <laughs> you, know? you were born. In, I was. I've been here all my life. She goes, "Yeah, but you were one month old. You were a baby." Yeah. You know, and uh, she explained to that to me, and then, then my brother, he was raised here with us, but you talk about spoke Spanish from a little kid all the way up. So uh, you know, we're a little different, but we we got to see the culture side of how an immigrant come over to the United States and just follow the American dream and you team up with the American dream people that it's here for everybody, you know, and you just keep along the way. Uh, and, you, and I tend to follow those that, but I, along the way I was with older father figures, not, you know, a lot of people I see them build a business and now I go back and talk to them and they're fixing to shut down or hand it over or retire. Uh, we've got a gentleman around the corner, uh, does Amador, a, a upholstery. Mm -hmm. He's almost uh, to retirement. I've watched him. I remember walking through the streets when I was a kid, riding my scooter and my bicycle, and he's been doing the same thing yeah, for he's years. Been doing that for and he's good time. at what he does. He so. And that stuck to me behind my back, back, back in my head, you know. But uh, we got involved in the old field, and you know how it goes from there. But uh, I went and visit. I paid him a visit. I said, "Yeah, I like what you do." And he's still doing the same thing. He just put a convertible top on the car. Wow. Now I'm working with my kids, you know. I just. Uh, 
there's many things to do. You know, you the land of opportunity is Andrews, Texas. That's <laughs> right. Small town America. Yeah, it is. Small, Small town. town and that's why I always call it Andrews America. And people are like, Andrews America. I was like, yeah, it's Andrews America. Because let me tell you, I was born and raised here. I was born in 81 here. And then growing up, and, and you just, the town has grown so much. It's changed yeah. so much. The culture, the the, the diversity here, uh, it's it's enormous. And, and we're actually on the verge of opening up a, a Burke's Outlet. And a Burke's Outlet, you know, is, is a huge uh, a huge company, corporation that, you know, that that's uh, in a lot of huge cities and so we're actually opening one up here going back to so you were born in Ojinaga you, yes, you had a brother yeah brother do you have any brother. sisters no just me and him just, just you so yeah. you your mom yeah. bless her heart had had three boys basically to <laughs> yeah, raise yeah, right you, <laughs> you know because the dad and then you and then your two and then your brother yeah. so yeah. you came up here you had I like how you said that you you come into the American dream and, and that's what you want your, your parents want to have a good life they have two boys now. They want to live, uh, and that's what that's what it's about. The love that your parents have. You know what? We need to better ourselves because we all know Mexico. It's not really full of uh, job opportunities. opportunities. Not, yeah, not a lot of money there, and they want to have a better life. So they bring out here. You go to school. Where did y'all end up at? Uh, so we first we went through first Stockton, wound up in Kansas. That's where I went to the pre-case. That's when my brother was born, mm. and then. Uh, you know, he was in the cattle. He knows, he knows ranching, but he called the brothers, my mom's uh, brothers, and he goes, hey, why don't you come to Midland? You need to come to Midland. You need to come to Midland. You know, West Texas, there's more work. And he's okay, okay. He shows up, and they're like, he didn't work for two weeks. And then uh, another brother uh, reaches out reaches out to, to him. You know, they go visit. There were no cell phones back yeah. then, so they went. Every, every weekend, there was a family get-together. What are you doing, Cunhal? Come, Cunhal. And uh, he he was from Andrews. He worked at Wright's Well Service at the time, down by Denman's Park. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I haven't worked. He goes, you want to get into pulling units? My dad's like, what's pulling units? He goes, go to go to Andrews Monday morning at this time, <laughs> and I'll tell you what's pulling units. Yes. You know, 30-something years later, he got a full scoop of thir- uh, pulling units. He got a full education. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got his doctor's degree. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what did it. He fell in love with it. My dad, yeah. he said he... He went, went to work, and I was like, what? He fell in love with it. And, just the uh, atmosphere, everything just, about it, the science, because it truly is a science. Yeah, he showed up, and he's, one thing that says him, everybody was so helpful. He mentions about, you know, the, the Cornejos, last names, they're still around, how they took him in, and just everybody treated him right, you know? Yeah, and that's something about here in Andrews, I would say, and I'm pretty sure that's a small town attribute that's around all America is that, Everybody's there to lend a helping hand. Yeah, helping hand. And uh, I think that's something that we're going to learn in this podcast. Is it's a uh, not only is it I've always said I was raised by a village. Yeah, and I was raised by my uncles and my teachers yeah. and my parents, and and that's what that's what I would feel about small town America. Now, now I'm not saying that big cities don't get that. I'm pretty sure there's certain small communities inside that big city that has that kind of atmosphere. <clears throat> but uh, but that that's pretty amazing. Um, so. Did you follow in your dad's footsteps? We did, man. You know, one thing I want to mention, he taught me to, you know, be in the oil field. It's like working on a sailor ship, but he would still go to church on Sundays. And then he taught me no, no color. I remember sitting outside, because he said, wait, you kind of, my dad's fixing to show up. He'd throw goodies in his lunch pail, and, you know, he'd get it from the grocery store. I, I used to freak out. I never thought, like, where does he get all this candy from? They stop in the morning, and I try to figure it out, so I'm like, so we get there, we get his lunchbox, we help him walk in. That was a tradition. We sit there and wait for him, he gets off, we go get everything. 
starts walking in, but I would see a, we, we could say a white guy or an American guy, the operator, mm-hmm. Mr. Frank Lowe. Mm-hmm. Later, man, you all right. And then my dad's like, all right, see you. And then I think, my dad don't know English. So like, he's work all day. And then I started hearing, listening to my dad speak, it blinks to us. Start talking a bit of English here and there, and I'm like, hey, he's learning English. Yeah. So, you know, at a very young age, he taught me not to get into the, you're different or they different or what people say. He goes, and he loved his boss, Mr. Franks, to show up with gifts. We go to his house when he's doing something. And, uh, you know, I was a translator. So I, I developed my translating skills that I never, later in life, I didn't know I was going to use them, but I did. And I translate. We sit there at a party, barbecuing or something, or, and, I, and I translate. You know, but pretty funny because they get an oil field conversation. They knew what they were talking, but so I translate to the families, and it was a few visits, and I caught on to that. My dad was always like, "Oil field, it's they're going, you're going to be treated the same, and you always treat people the same." So uh, you know, we got in life, and I went to I was working at Porters, and then from there I went. Right when I was 18, I said, "I want to get into pulling units." I was like, "You sure? You know, I want to do it. I need, I need to do it. I need to work." Uh, I didn't follow. I didn't pursue college or anything like that. So he goes, "Let's go." And so on my birthday, I was down 385, which used to be Barbara Faskin. There's those wells right there on mm-hmm. the right by the rest area. Mm-hmm. I was in that lease on my birthday learning how to pull rods. Really? Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm looking at it. like, man, this is cool. <laughs> and then one of the floor hands like, hey, what are you doing? You don't want to go to college? He goes, no. We're going to be doing in and out for the rest of your life. Remember <laughs> that. And I was like, no, there's much, to, there's much more to this than that. So I was always real wanted to find out what kind of rods they were why are the rods and i was always asking 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 and they people would teach you my dad yeah. was telling me the company man would show up and we sit in the truck and i translate because you know they wanted to make sure the job was going right and, but uh it's just at a real young age i started picking up many skills on often i just fell in love with it before that growing up uh you know in the summer you, back then the one I don't want nothing against the safety guys because I was a safety guy, but you could ride in the truck and go to work with your dad. Oh, yeah. And that was the coolest thing, man. I've done that a couple times. Remember that? And then they, hey, you want to tell the ride? So you get in there and help them. So that, I guess that's where I caught the bug. (laughs) Times have definitely changed. I I think that's where I caught the bug. You know what I mean? Uh, I fell in love with it. Uh, And I'm like, can I go in there? Like, no, not today. Or mom was like, you got to do this too because I was always living, not doing nothing at home when Roy was younger. But I always, I was always with my dad. so Maybe. you've always, you've had a you have a strong relationship with yes, your dad, and yes, has that still carried on to today? Still today, still today. Uh, in life, after we talked about his past, he had the same. Out of all his brothers and sisters, it was him because he come from a divorced family, he come a rough family, but uh, he followed. He still pursued his dad, he, which he named me after my grandpa. Mm-hmm. So growing up it was kind of my grandpa was never around, but I was like, why would he name me after grandpa's not around? But he, he, he still always had, he erased everything that negative. has happened in negative, and he's taught us that, you know, and that my name is Jesus Manuel Munoz, which Junior came from there, I guess, because I'm half Junior. Yeah, you know? yeah but, I guess you could say, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so he, he kind of taught me that, and then uh, he reached out to us when I was, because my dad wasn't around when you just mentioned about land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. When I was born, he wasn't around. Him and my mom at the time had a real serious talk and said, you need to... What's happening now in this world, it's the same thing that happened. I'm 43. It was still happening at a different scale. Uh, he was working, but he, it was a place that he shouldn't be at work. He was making good money, but 
my mom didn't want that future. Yeah. Because when they find out, you need to go get a real job. My dad's like, I really went to ranching in the USA for 300 bucks uh, a week. I could get it in a month and a half or two. Like, man, what did I do? But uh, he wanted a different life, you know. To this day, we, we sit and talk about everything going on. and uh, He's got a total respect. That's one thing I've seen. I mean, that's, that's amazing what you're saying that because it's about perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's about what is the higher value to oneself, yeah, yeah. you know, and like you said, your mom talked to him and it, it was eventually to the point it's like, okay, you can make this kind of money but, in a quick short time of time, or you can go make some hardworking money, but then you're going to be able to instill those values to your children. Exactly. And that's going to be the legacy that he's going to be leaving. Yeah. And I won't forget that conversation because it, it kind of faced me when you're growing up mm -hmm. in the oil field and there was an opportunity and he just go, I want you to think a few things. And I was like, he goes, where's it coming from? How are you going to get involved? And I picked up. I'm like, oh, I know what you're talking about. So, you know, he was always he was always a real humble man, but he taught me. He goes, it's better work hard, sleep good at night, and treat people right. Don't have to worry about nothing. He goes, your time will come. He always told me, your time will come. He goes, don't worry about it. Don't rush it. And uh, that's why I pass on with my kids. You know, I just... Uh, we do get around here also like opportunity, hey, well, he's trying this, let me try this, and sometimes it don't work out. You know, that's normal. Uh, it's nothing wrong with that, but uh, he always taught me to pray before everything he does. Yes. And we started going to church here. And, uh, when we came from Kansas, we started going to church, uh, I guess, at the time. I forgot. They found a little place, a little apartment by middle school. Mm. And... Uh, uh, they, they, they know the whole story, but I, that's all I remember is going up. And I had friends at every church because of school. Yeah. And I thought it was the coolest thing because, Mom, can I? That's one thing she'll let me go. Can I go to summer camp at yeah. Baptist? Yeah, go. <laughs> can I go to the Church of Christ? Go. Yeah. And I, all my friends was, man, so like, I was at every church. Yeah. And then I, there's, every while you start figuring out, man, what church do we do? Which is my home church. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, that's funny that you but, say that because, you know, my, I had a friend, I had a best friend that was the same, and he'd always go do our stuff. We'd go to different Bible schools and then yeah. we had a thing called Denial. Like, well, he's like, well, I guess you could say I'm a missionary. Because like, <laughs> I just go all over the place what it is. But I was picking up my mom and brother and me hanging around that instead of, you know. But it, it was pretty funny. So that's when we met the Andrews people, you know, the Andrews folks, which I call family. Uh, and they, when my dad got into the well servicing, he didn't want to go back. Yeah. Because I'm staying here. Um, he started well servicing from there. That's awesome, man. So, you know, you, you moved over here to Odessa, or I'm sorry, to Andrews. Andrews. You started working in the oil field. Uh, your dad kind of instilled that into you. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't something that you were kind of thrown into it was something it was actually your choice that you wanted it to was. do so because you found it interesting and you went from there so from then since you were 18 and you know off you worked different companies obviously yes, and because here in andrews america we go through different ups and downs with oil field. Yeah. I, and we could say it, it can be a cutthroat business but the, when the money's good it's good it's good for everybody yeah and that's the truth and so but we we grind it out you hard work and you grind it out uh and then you get to a point to where you know what you, you, you found yourself in church and, and you brought this up earlier uh, this is where you met your wife mm -hmm. and this is probably the woman that you saw like, man, yeah. she's kind of cute maybe, yeah. I want, maybe it's something yeah. I want to do so we'll get into that so how old were you when you met your, when you met your wife I met my wife I was uh, 21 21 years old and so y'all became friends Yeah. and then how was it because I 
I always think it was always different back in the day how you would approach a woman or because there's really no pickup line, is there? I mean, I, I would. Church, church, you gotta be careful. Right? I, I you, you gotta be real careful. You throw a Bible verse, or I don't know, fifty Bible verses. Or you know, five Bible verses. John three sixteen, Genesis one one, yeah. Philippians four thirteen. I mean, you get you start spinning like, around, yeah, or you get too overboard. Or <laughs> She's like, oh, he's too churchy. <laughs> he's too churchy. Yeah. So how did, how did you meet your wife? I mean, you, you met her at church. So how yeah. did that? How did, so y'all? Yeah, we met there. We started. Uh, we just started talking. I remember old uh, little Judy. Yeah, she was a. I said, hey, I'll, I'll buy pizza. Yeah, I go get it. The whole youth group and yeah. everybody went except her. It would be that way. It would be that. You know, and it just it just went up. So I just went up straight. To, you know, started talking. Yeah. And, uh, at the time, that was all that really was going on, and. Uh, I actually got a first relationship with her mom. She was going to, she's, she's a widow. So uh, her dad was around, he passed when she was 12. Mm-hmm. Her mom, uh, re- beautiful lady, always supporting the church. I would see her, she was cleaning church. She lived right next to it. She was a big supporter, working events. She was 100% there. Uh, I didn't know she was, uh, she went to, the, when you mentioned missionary, she mm-hmm. was involved with that in Mexico mm-hmm. and went to the Bible schools. So there was a Bible school. Joe knows, uh, Pastor Sam mm-hmm. had it in Odessa. You go Mondays and Tuesdays, and you get your you get your your certs on it. And uh, so I, I started offering. Uh, it was hard for her to travel; she didn't have a car. And I said, "Hey, I'll take you." So I signed up. And so we became like school buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to college or school together. And, you know, I, I was like, "Man, I can't understand it." It was a little heavy, but she just, and then what'd you learn? I was like. <laughs> I'm just here for you. <laughs> so, hey, this is what I learned. And she was like, she memorized Psalms verses. I was like, whoa, this woman has a right. You know, and it just it just happened. Later, after uh, I will say that we we dated less than what we got engaged because it was kind of a, a mutual spiritual deal. And when you know you're praying pretty hard, or I can say that, but yeah. We kind of knew, you know, in a way, but we just gave it time, and then uh, we got married. We met in '98, and then we got married in '99. You know, yeah. so it was pretty quick. So y'all uh, been married, so it's already been, gosh, up to 21 years. 21 years. Right before the Y2K, man, I thought it was going to be really? the years. So I, like, I gotta get married. <laughs> gotta get married before the Y2K. <laughs> and here we go. He was it's a believer the in the world. Y2K. It's be the end of the world. <laughs> the end of the world, man. That's yeah. a good thing happens. Yeah, there here you we, go. Here we are. So, so twenty-one years. What what date was that? Do you remember? July thirty-first. Oh man, you came out quick. I, you know, I felt bad the other day because I was like, when, when did I get married? I, I couldn't even remember my whole date because I just for somebody to remember. Get your password. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Use your password you on your phone. <laughs> that's so a good, that's a good idea. Right I know. There. So you got married. Got married and uh, we 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 followed Andrews. Yeah, because that's when. Pool was picking up. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier, I'd like to, without respect, uh, the Martinez. So yeah, we go back to Martinez. Arturo Martinez used to, Derek came from my dad, mm-hmm. and they worked back in the days. He calls, he reaches out to my dad and says, hey, Hazel Flores is running the pool. or working at the pool place up here. He needs good operators, get good people. He goes, I threw your name in the hat. You want to work? My dad calls me because of Arturo, and you know I'm real grateful for that. We came up here, and uh, I came back. You know, and uh, I started, we started well servicing again, and we got married, and business has been good ever since. You yeah. Know? Uh, it's a little different. Andrews is a real strong oil field, I believe. I tried a few other towns, and 
the work ethic and the system that Andrews has, it's, it's, a, it's, you know, that's, it's advanced. I, that's, I like that. Andrews, a lot of people who are not from Andrews, they kind of get tired of people talking about Andrews. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in the oil industry now, and so I'm out there, and they're like, oh, you're from Andrews. You're, you're from another Andrews yeah. guy. And, oh, and I try not to talk too much about Andrews, but you can't help but have a pride for Andrews America. You know, and it's just like what you said, There's, it's an oil field, obviously an oil field community, but you have to have a strong work ethic. And it's not just, and the thing about it is like, so most of the parents here are related to the oil field, but their kids not. And these kids tend to grow up and some of them stay yeah. and continue that work ethic, but others leave. But when the crazy thing is when they leave back to Jay's Hammock, they succeed. Yeah, they you know, they go and they yeah. do something big. You know, they become uh, lawyers, they become superintendents, mm -hmm. principals, or um, doctors, and and uh, yeah, they they become all kinds of. You know, I have yet to hear of really anybody that <clears throat> has not really succeeded in their life, uh, even at my age. That's come from Andrews and and not succeeded. They've yeah. always had you know if, if they have that work. Ethic. If they have that work, I mean, ethic. obviously right. every town, every community yeah. is going to have. Because you know, like, in the oil field, you start asking names and these companies, and uh, I don't want to get too technical into that, but I, I, I started bragging a few times when, you know, this guy, you know that company, you know that guy. I said Andrews people, and they were like, uh uh. I'm like, yes sir. And then another successful business turned out, and they always kind of the Andrews folks put it together and put it to work. And it, it, they put out a lot of uh, a lot of expertise from Andrews in any department uh, for the Permian Basin. Mm -hmm. Not knocking off anything else, you know, any others, but it was very strong that I could see Andrews through all over the Permian Basin, and a lot of people were from Andrews, you know, you know, are and, still from Andrews. And it's not that you don't have work ethic in other areas in the yeah. Permian Basin, like Odessa, and, but it's just that fact that Andrews is small, yes. and then the ratio. You yeah, know, that yeah. produce of, of successful people. Yeah. And yes, you know, you go to San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, you're going to have a ton of But you have millions of people there compared to the mm -hmm. low thousands here. So yeah. it's pretty impressive. And so talking about work ethic, uh, talked about your marriage. So what happens after marriage? I mean, what, what comes next? Well, you next? know, you start figuring out and then you get home and you get a surprise. Hey, <laughs> here it is. What happened? How'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast, dude. <laughs> we'll leave you know, that for the other podcast. Yeah, we're excited. The, the, the coolest thing, which I want to share this story. Uh, my mom never, we never had sisters. You know? Yeah. Uh, she dreamed of having a, always a little girl. Uh, so my brother gets married. His first one is a little girl. I get married. My first one's a little girl. So it was the coolest thing that to is, find out there was a little cool. girl, you know. And uh, she was really excited. So what'd you name her? We named her Genesis. Because she was the beginning. The beginning. There you go. That was the <laughs> beginning. That was the beginning. <laughs> it came from uh, one of my wife's uh, uh, niece, uh, real close uh, niece of hers that were raised by her. She, went, she, she was young at the time, and she were, you know, everybody's excited. She's going to have a baby. Name her Genesis. And we, yeah, whatever. And then some other lady through the Bible school, because mm -hmm. we were both going at the time with her mom, too. We supported her mom. We, we got to see her graduate. Yeah. There was a lady there, you know, my wife walked around with a belly. And, I got a name yet? She goes, no. What's the first name of Genesis? And uh, her name's Genesis Aaliyah Munoz. Nice. That's pretty so, nice. Uh, that is a pretty name. So Genesis, you, you that was your first one. That's the first one. And uh, just to talk a little bit about her real quick, uh, she's 19. 19. 19 years of age. She's graduated. You're proud of her to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it... She's 
actually went off to school, right? Yeah, she's she got at Odessa a, College. She, did she, Odessa College. Odessa College. She's got a job. But she's, she's got, got two jobs. jobs. She's got two, <laughs> two jobs. jobs. So tell us about the two jobs. <laughs> yeah, she's helping us here. Good. As much as she can. And then uh, she's working And here at, is the M5. The M5. M5, M5 detail garage. garage. Yeah. Uh, and then she goes from here and while handling that in school and then works at Gibby's. Uh, we've got a good relation. Uh, Gibby's has helped us put a lot of this yeah. marketing together. Yeah. That's what I like about Andrews, you know. So they're involved also with the shooting deal with that. Yeah. You know, have we, have we got, uh, not the shooting, the shooting sports. The shooting, shooting sports, sports, yeah. People we'll get understand into that out here. there. Yeah. yeah, we get into <laughs> that. But uh, yeah, Genesis, you know, so she's, uh, she's, she's, she's real talented. But, uh, you know, stuff happened in life that you start, then you start figuring out, okay, I'm a dad now. Like, uh, what do I do? So you, you follow the trend. You know, try to do what other dads are doing with their kids, and you know, you fall into it, which is not bad. You know, it's, yeah. you, you just want to be the positive. I follow the positive side, so you try to, well, maybe this, maybe that, maybe that, and the next thing you know, Jaden's coming along. <laughs> yes, Jaden, then Jaden comes on, and he was two thousand, so it was a two and a half years later, right? Yeah, Basically, yeah. then, and he comes they're, they're in pretty close, yeah, you when know, he came along, and uh, so I'm like, whoa, so I just at the time, I just got to work, I got to work pretty hard. And, Make sure they got what they need, and uh, just keep working, keep working. And my wife really, uh, like I say, this could be a Father Day deal, but man, uh, good fathers, we can't do it without the wives. Cause, no. You know, being in Oldfield, she was home alone many hours, many nights, and we were always just working hard. You know, we were. I was younger at the time, and I'd, I'd finish on Fridays, and I'd go work on the weekends on something, something else. And but uh, you know, we enjoy. Then they start growing up. You know, they start getting to the. The, 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 they go through the elementary, the fun little deals, and they want to, you know, they want to try softball, and yeah, baseball, soccer. We tried this about every sport, cheerleading. She did. She started off as a cheerleader, and uh, you know, for the little football teams, and we took off through that. We we just doing the sports and doing, just keeping them active and keeping and them try, active. Not only just, also trying to figure out. You're, you're giving a way for the kids to, to figure themselves out too, yeah, to grow yeah, into yeah. something and you know what they love and that's always a, I always think that's a huge yeah. part about being a parent too and even a good dad because you're always thinking man I may have the Bo Jackson guy there right you go yeah. there you <laughs> go that's my ticket right there you, that's you my retirement plan yeah. you just never know you just never know <laughs> so so you had Jaden and, and then you had your final final boy my final boy this is my new boy junior He's the real junior. He's, real He's junior. the real junior. He's the real Eminem, the real junior. The real <laughs> so I have a little story on that one. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, we named Jaden. Jaden's another one that, uh, you know, I spent my time. We, we didn't have a lot of the social deal, but mm. we had a computer at the hospital, so I went up there and I was reading names, Bible verses, and I, I found his name in Deuteronomy. A real rich king that's never been just right there mentioned. He didn't want publicity, fame, but he, was, he donated a lot of the money to build, I forgot what temple. One of the gods, you know, one of the, the strongest guy. That's all you ever hear of him. And I, because I did a lot of research on top of that, and, and I was like, when I seen him, he's gonna be born. Like, oh man, this kid's not Jesus. This is Jaden, Jaden Isaiah. That's his middle name. So uh, I stayed up all night because I, you know, you, you had a list of names. Yeah. But the, the funniest one is uh, so Junior. We're back over there. Esmeralda. I want to send a shout out to Esmeralda. <laughs> uh, Willie's mom. Oh. 
You, you got me on the last name. <laughs> I know you're talking you about. You don't talk about. Everybody knows Izzy. Izzy. She went back. She was tired and went back. To if you if you show a picture of her, she looks like the lady on uh, the Selena movie who killed Selena. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's oh Gonzalez. Uh, used to be the. Gonzalez. Well, Will's Gonzalez. Gonzalez. I don't know if she was Gonzalez. Yeah, anymore. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Okay, okay. so she was working. She See, I had to say she looked like the killer <laughs> from Selena. Okay. And you knew exactly, I knew exactly who, exactly who, she was, who yeah. I was talking about. And you know her, right? She's yeah, yeah. She's like, you're back again. You know, she's working at the like, hey. You need to slow down. She got to see Genesis, Jaden. And then she got there, and uh, Sandy, I went to school with Sandy Franco, uh, which is now Wales. She was a nurse there, and you got names for this one? No. So they started printing out, you know, old school, printing out names out of the computer. She gave me stacks of naming. She goes, I'm going to go on days off. I'll be back. I'll pick, pick a name. Yes, ma'am. She comes back, and I said, What'd you name them? <laughs> and Sue's my name, when you're like, You know how many trees I had to kill? For <laughs> For all the names that she gave. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that this kid. Looked I looked at everything. None of them looked as good as this. Right there. So, you know, and that's what's, that's pretty cool when you, you know, Andrew's raised, Andrew's born, and that's the kid that I've tried to leave Andrew's. You know, not try, but there's opportunity, and maybe you gotta make choices. He goes, I ain't leaving. He goes, I'm gonna graduate a Mustang, and he don't want to leave his schools. Good. Uh, He's been the, one of the hardest, strong wheels. He speaks up. He's open-minded very, very much. Yeah. Jaden and Jensen were like, well, we got to do what we got to do. He said, I ain't leaving. I'll stay with Walita and Walito. And he goes, I walked to the high school. They live right there. He goes, I'm going to graduate a Mustang. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's that's what's pushed me to do what I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to mention, uh, along the way, we got involved with many, many different deals of 4-H. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a 4-H kid. I don't know what 4-H was. Mm-hmm. But through Andrew's sports you, you meet friends that introduce you and care the same way you do about your family and kids. And right. They pass on the recipe, man. That's all they do. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And that's what opened up shooting sports. So, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and getting into that because, I, you know, you, you you got married and then you had your three kids and you, you mentioned how you, you, did, you worked a lot. Yeah. And, and that's understandable. My father worked a lot, too. Uh, he worked for... He came in and he worked for Daiwa. I don't even remember when oh, Daiwa yeah, was there. Yeah. Uh, and did that for Diamond and Lolo. Yeah. yeah. They actually sent him to Alaska and he worked he there. He was for, always. Yeah. yeah. And he went there for three months and came back. And I, I, I must have been almost maybe 10 years ten years of age and stuff. I remember my dad coming back and, and he, they were going to send him to Saudi Arabia. That's where his, that's yeah. his next stop was. And he kind of stopped, you know, you know. Then he was working a lot and he wanted to spend more time with his family. wanted to raise a family and stuff. So... And then just like you, you got more involved with your kids as far as pushing them to do stuff, sports yeah. and, and everything like that, which is awesome. So Genesis, and, and we'll get to the main one, which is Genesis, because, you know, you, she did all the different sports. She was involved in band. We know that for sure. Y'all were quite a bit involved in band. Yes, sir. Um, I know your wife helps out a lot with that yeah, and stuff. Yeah. They did. Uh, I would always see y'all post up and, and everything on Facebook and stuff like yeah. that. And then... The, the the unthinkable. I would have never thought. Never in my wildest dreams would I ever think that shooting sports yeah. would be here in Andrews yeah. Andrews America. That was something that well, was in a school. In a school, yes, yeah. Sir. How was that brought about? Okay, let's 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 talk on the high school. So we get into the 4-H mm-hmm. uh, through a friend at a football. Sure. I showed up. I was a coach. I was a, a special team coach. Mm-hmm. Jesse Chavez and Rudy uh, Ibarra. Mm-hmm. He was a coach. Oh, yeah, we were doing the trying to do the pop Warner. You know, yeah. and I put Jaden in. YFL, YFL, I'd sit in there and 
I showed up late one day. He goes, where are you, Jesse? He goes, I said, I'm going to get ready for the bad boy blast. Oh, you do shooting sports? He goes, I need to talk to you later. Chavez told me that. So we finished coaching. He goes, why don't you put your kids in the shotgun? And I was like, where? 4-H. And he just, it's easy. <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to be chasing that guy all over the country. Yeah. He traveled, you know, so we, we signed him up. They introduced us to 4-H, and then they had the awesome 4-H program for kids. And that's mm -hmm. what we tapped into but uh, I, I'm, I never think I had a competitive side in me until I got into shooting sports. <laughs> and we started chasing, where are you going? He goes, man, there's a shooting. Uh, the first shoot was in Brady, Texas. Mm -hmm. He goes, it's for novice. You need to go there. I said, man, we're ready. We had everything we need. I said, we've done my research. So we show up. You know, you got to learn. I love about forest kids and the family, parents. You sign up. You got to, you know, squatting. Everybody works together. <laughs> I went, yeah, I'm ready to go. So I was thinking it was like football, and then if you set up your lawn chairs, okay, you're going to yeah. shoot here. No, you had to shoot from one field to the end, and I'm sitting there, and I had my earplugs on. Like 10 moms yelling, and I'm like, what? They need Genesis over there. And I'm like, we're shooting here. She goes, no, bring Genesis. And then they explained to me, one kid over there, one kid over here. It was Junior and Genesis. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jaden and Genesis. Junior was very little. And so we're like, really? They explained the process. So that was our first shoot. Um, we put up, you know, yeah, it's just a, it's our first deal. Bye, right, we're going to leave. Chavez called. Hey, Genesis got a trophy. A little novice participant. Yeah. Or novice participant. She got like third or fourth. Yeah. She got a trophy, man. He goes, man, that dude. Oh, I think you bring it for us. Yeah. So he goes, hey, you going to the next shoot? Where? So he started showing me computer stuff, yeah. eye clays. You got to sign up, right? Where's the next one? Kerrville, Texas. What? Wow. Man, we can't. It's novice, man. He sold me on that. It's always going to be for beginners. You're there. So we went up there. And then he kept telling me, there's not that many girls, man. Genesis can shoot. I'm like, really? We get up there, and, you know, when you're shooting, you miss a few birds or mini birds. You know, man, we didn't do too good. And it was a long, hot day. We put everything up. They're still going. Shootouts, competition. The big guys, you know with the kids. We pack up, hey, we're leaving. Man, why are you leaving, man? Are you not hanging around? Man, I don't think we... We take off, she won two trophies. <laughs> Trap and uh, sporting place. Mm -hmm. Man, you should not live, Jesse. She got another trophy. And you're like, what? Well, maybe next time. And uh, and it was, you know, just to us, we were like, oh, man, we, we done enough. She yeah. retired. Let's go home. Yeah. You going to the next shoot? Where's the next one at? This is all through the summers. Medina... County in San, South East of San Antonio, where he's. Well, let's go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so it pretty much became almost like a travel sport. Yeah, right? it, it I, mean, started, it's a travel I realized sport. I was doing a travel sport. Yeah. And then Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, we were practicing at Midland Shooter Association. Yeah. Say, that's where we started because he's the one who introduces when we went to skeet and trap. I knew sporting clays, but we're like, what is this? This is skeet. This is how you should skeet. So, we, you know, he got he got the bug in us, and then let's go compete. And I'm like, man, we're not ready. You know, there's a novice division. That's what. That's how you introduce it. So we started following that, and I started seeing these little trophies coming back. Well, I kind of little, you know, because I saw the buckles, and, the, and he's like, Genesis is a shooter. You know, I never really clicked. Clicked. I'm like, okay, thank you. I thought he was being nice. Mm. Thank you. And he, let's go to another shoot. And she's bringing another one. So, and then Jaden started, they started growing up. So I'm like, man, I need to buy some. You start seeing the ideas, what everybody's using. Let's buy different guns. And it started going from there. And Junior was just itching in the back. And 4-H wouldn't let him shoot because he was a second grader. And he was mad. I want to yeah. shoot. I want to <laughs> shoot. But you can't compete. Yeah. 
So we bought him the little 410. We started. Uh, that's when we started going to the other clubs. So mm -hmm. I can, you know, until he became a third grade man. He's the most competitive one. And then he jumped the board, and we started taking off. And, uh, you know, we've done... We've done pretty good. We've done. Her goal was to win buckles and uh, get to know it, and then we started competing with uh, the the 4-H uh, state games. Mm -hmm. That first summer, we went and competed. Jaden won his first uh, Lewis class. It's a medal, but uh, in a big state deal, he, he won a medal, so he was happy. He was happy. And then I see Chavez. All right, we're done. All right, see you later. And then I see Creighton back of his truck. What are you doing? We're gonna go buy goats. For what? He goes, we're gonna do 4-H. You gotta show goats, Jesse. Now the shooting season's over. Let's go show goats. <laughs> we didn't have a clue. I'm like, what? So we start research YouTube, man. We start researching, and uh, I told Jane, man, where are we gonna find goats? And I, good Lord was guiding us around the way. I found a man, and I called this lady on the website. She goes, no, sir, we don't no longer sell any goats, but there's a real good man. They referred to somebody, a small town. Mm -hmm. So I called him. Yeah, come see us. I went up there. When I get there, we start seeing that uh, his deal had new beginnings, this trailer. And he had a cross and a verse in the back. By then, the kids had watched uh, God's Not Dead mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. And they decided, Jaden to go, Jaden has been the guy that come up with the names. And he goes, Dad, let's call our shooting team God's Not Dead. Shooting team. So that's, that's what we were. We did a few little t-shirts and caps. And I put it on the shooting vest. Yeah. Uh, so we get there and I explain to him what we're doing and he goes, come here. He goes, I got a special set of goats for you guys over here on this side. And one for Junior. So one was a bottle baby that supposedly there, you know, but he was real tame. And then the other two, he goes, I want this for Genesis and Jaden. And I said, y'all never shown us. That was our first time. Well, this is what you do. And then I took another one. He wanted the traditional goat with horns. Yeah. We didn't know that's not what you, Yeah. but he clipped them, but it was, that was Max. Just uh, he was the one that kind of walked everybody around. Never won nothing, but that's a special go for Junior. Max was always he was real special to us, you know. But he goes, I want to take those two goats for Genesis and Jaden. He goes, just do your research, clean water, you know, treat them like you want to eat out of your plate. What does that mean? He goes, wash your dishes, clean food. Don't ever leave bugs and flies. Well, then you'll make it. All right, we got back and then we started competing and going little jackpots the same way, Chavez. There's a jackpot over there, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing a ribbon motivates you. Yeah. Hey, Jesse, go to the next jackpot? So the same thing repeated. Yeah. What I'm getting out of this is that there's a lot of like work, 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 and now you get your kids and you're starting to yeah. see that they're, you got to start putting your what you were putting into the work you got to start putting it to them. into them and so i'm starting to see that there's a lot of interaction between you and your kids yes because we we found something that it was like our own thing mm -hmm. you know we like i said we tried with everybody we like but i started seeing them work a little better independently and there's situations that happen in life and i would always wonder what what i could offer my kids and when i saw that and then they just fell in love with it and we did the Andrews County show, and uh, our first Andrews County, we were nervous. We were like, well, yeah. it's a big thing, you know, because we didn't, I mean, it, we, I've never been to one. And when I seen, like, this is, this is like a it's big huge. show. It's yeah, so huge. I mean, it's a festival. Yeah, it's a it's festival. Huge. And it's Andrews got one of the best shows now, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, and then by the end of the deal, we didn't even know when, when the deals were happening. They are pulling, and I remember old Kyle Long, he goes, hold on, your boy's still in. Like, man, 
I'm just trying to, what is he, they pull him, they get in trouble, did he make it? No, we've done a few tackles, okay, he's in, but he was ranking. So he, it was big for us when he got his reserve grand champion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Out of, you know, out of everything next to the grand champion. And we're like, what does that mean? He goes, man, you're like right there next to the champion. I was like, whoa. So we were really excited. Jaden, we had a fun time when we went home. We cried, but we were always, now we got M5 going. I said, did it make you feel like we're stock someone? It was a lot of hard work. Yeah. But it was fun that we did it as a family. That's awesome, man. You know, and then all of it what goes through, I guess the 4-H is what happened. And the 4-H. And you got that shooting. I want to say that Genesis actually kind of gave the spotlight because that brought in a lot of other kids. Yes. So uh, along the way, you know, being a lady, young lady, mm-hmm. uh, she was doing very well. And there weren't that many little girls. So they started, they started showing up. Yeah. And uh, her big thing for her was one big thing. Uh, I would get so nervous watching her. So like, I'm going to watch Jaden and Travis. You know, he goes, I'll stay here with Genesis. She's got this. He was like his, his first fan. Yeah. Later on, his dad's be talking. He goes, I never had a daughter, man. He goes, she's special to me. I'm like, hey, that's cool. I appreciate that. And he's texting me. He goes, send him a score. Like, leave me alone. Like I said, because I was nervous just watching Jaden. Yeah. But she was up at, at competing. competing and yeah. she got pulled in at the shootoff. And it was at Kamal County shootout right before the state games. And, man, when, when she, he sends me the text, Genesis won the shootout. He goes, that, that was the first buckle that she's won, you know. And in San Antonio, that's shooting country right there. Yeah. So he goes, he always kept to me. He goes, man, you got a heck of a shooter. And I was like, really? Did she really win? So Jaden finished, went back, and she was shaking and, you know, you know, girls excited. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was like, whoa. You know, like, man, this is, this is doing pretty good. So along the way, I had a real good job. I feel doing good, you know. So this is, we're self-operated. Uh, we don't have sponsors, but just a, a loving dad. I talked to the wife and said, this is costing. Yeah. I think you picked the wrong sport. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. She goes, so I started, you know, pulling a lot of savings we had. And I said, you know what? I believe in my kids. I believe in them. This is going to, we started upgrading equipment. Yeah. And still kept doing it. Uh, and then, bam, the oil field, you know, hits again, right? Yeah. So I lose my job, and I remember they knew right away when I got home, and I, I was shaved the next morning. We went to eat. My dad, I said, he talked to you. And Junior asked me, why'd you shave? Because I was in the office, you know. When I had a little bit more, my goal was to work at either a Midland corporate company in Houston, which I accomplished both of them. But uh, along with life, you have to make choices like my dad right. did. Had a lot of offers, uh, international, I love, you know, Oldfield guy, you kind of want to rank that, you yeah. know, go around, but when you start having kids, you're like, you got to make choices, yeah. so I, I let go of the Houston job, and then when this one, they let me go, I was like, man, what are we going to do? That's the first thing Junior told me, he goes, Dad, what about God's not that shooting team? How are we going to keep going? And I was like, God will provide. My dad taught me that, he goes, God's going to provide. We didn't have a clue. Somehow along the way, Facebook, I saw the Texas State High School play Target League. And uh, I reached into it. They sent me links. This is how it runs. Uh, 4-H. I was mentioning it to one of the moms. I said, hey, you're in the... I wanted to recruit her kids. Yeah. She goes, hey, have you thought about doing that on the school? I said, what's well, a high school deal? She goes, uh, let me do something for you. She, I didn't realize she was on the school board. Samantha Valenzuela. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. She goes, hey, uh, I got you an appointment with Dr. Azam. <laughs> really? 
for what? He goes, you need to tell him about the school shooting program. <laughs> okay. Well, we had a real good meeting and uh, sent him the information. And he goes, he's a real busy man, so he gave me some time. He goes, I'll get back with you. Let me just send this to our lawyers. We were nervous. We prayed on it. And I was tell the kids, you know what? If he wants to make it happen, it'll happen. Next thing you know, he goes, okay, let's good, let's do it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, you know, we didn't have our shooting range going yet here at the 4-H. So we started driving kids to Midland. Five kids, that's all I needed. We were down. We had Genesis, Jaden. Uh, we had Damien, Sanchez. And I'm like, man, who's the other kids? I need two more kids. And we get Josue Flores. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this other little kid is Brandon Garcia. Mm -hmm. Him and his dad, we grew up, we were best friends mm -hmm. in school. But his mom did not like guns. Yeah. So I had to talk her into yeah. it. And then we talked, we had meetings. But you know, Jesse, I said, yes, I fully agree with all this. But I needed to have one kid. If not, I can't have a, a team without a squad. And uh, she's like, well, I said, you know what? I'm not going to treat him any different than my three kids. And it's a big responsibility, but I had 4-H had developed us and trained us. We got 700 up to 1,000 kids at a state shoot game and, you know, never had an incident. So that, that like, this is something big, this is important. And then I've seen how family and friends help you if guns break down or yeah. some kid not proper handling, people step in. You know, without nobody getting offended or hurt or upset, you know. It's a community. It's a community. Yeah. And it's a competitive community. The winners and there's guys going to spank you. And then, you know, at the end of the deal, everybody's running around playing together and have fun. I'll get you on the next on the next one, you know. So I like, I started liking that environment. I said, this is, something, this is just a good environment for kids. So, uh, you know, so that happens. And uh, I like, and it happens. He goes, let's go ahead and do it. Well, I need the fifth kid, and I explained to her. She goes, I want to try him out. I said, I got a gun. He can use my gun. So we start going to MSA, and they, you know, they say, bring your kids here, because you know we didn't have a shooting range. Yeah. Fully going. We started going up there driving, and then we get into the league, and we start competing. Uh, there were five schools throughout the state of Texas. Wow. San Antonio had two private schools. Uh, us, Ira, next door, right by Snyder. Mm -hmm. Some other Amarillo further north. Yeah. So we go do our first. Uh, you, it's, it's like a post league. Mm -hmm. It's online. Mm -hmm. We were sending our scores, and you start seeing the scores. I'll go up and down, up and go down. Up and down, mm -hmm. and then you know you start seeing you, you want to keep your. And Andrews was right there, right yeah. there. We're doing really good. It was just trap, the old sport trap, which is a. We had a big trap shooter here in, in Andrews, mm -hmm. Amos. Uh, you know he was a big trapper. He did the ATA. So uh, she he started finding her thing was trap. And uh, then she started, what's well, pretty cool along the way, when you see a good kid doing really well for themselves, when they hit 25, you know, 25 per round, 25 straight. She started hitting 25 straight, 25 straight, wow. 25 straight. And then that's when I started realizing, man, I got something here with her. So after uh, we got the state game, she goes up there, and so she wins the state. And the ladies division and the kids and everything, she wins. Awesome. And uh, it was a pretty big thing, it was, it was awesome. And then uh, the gentleman did an article on Pool USA magazine, she mm -hmm. was on the first magazine for our, for this region of Texas. They did an article on her with her medals, what she won, and it's awesome. Uh, and, it, and it just took off from there. See, I saw her develop a passion on trap shooting, so uh, I just keep working hard and had two jobs, and then keep going. And we got it into the ATA. Uh, ATA was travel, and you, it's a register. She yeah. like the NCA National Sporting Clay Association. ATA is American Trap Association. 
there's all there's all the social all the registered uh, sporting side of it has a different registered leagues. Yeah, she wanted trap and she started man, pretty cool taking her and whip on old guys you know but she was at a starter yeah. class and they, they kept telling me you need to put this girl I'm like really she goes yeah you know, this guy shoots a 200 straight and she just banked him and we didn't know she was just I could just see her enjoying herself when yeah. she picked up that gun and then she goes she just beat the New Mexico state champion right now <laughs> and it was just a practice deal we didn't know yeah. like really but yeah he's he's a cool kid he goes he's not too happy right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really <laughs> so I was like then you start being like yeah. You know, but then again, I was like, nah, I don't want to get too cocky because shooting's like golfing. You might show up one day and then you can't hit the yeah. side of a barn. True. Sure. Well, no, we just can't hit the side <laughs> of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the golf course. So, you know, you start developing these skills. Everybody, everybody's so wonderful and helps you out with fitting guns and you start building relations. And uh, so the big goal for her was when uh, a, a big decision the following year, we kept doing the league again, and I introduced it to international. International trap, mm-hmm. modified trap. There's a saying, and it does happen. It's so fast that if you get into modified traps, it will throw your game off on American trap. So it was That's a tough choice. Yeah, she wanted to win and graduate because uh, she got it as a, ju- as a as a junior, and she wanted to graduate and win state the following year, which she was pretty much there, you know. But we get into the international side of it, and I saw her scores drop because it's just it just happens. She went from a bird flying at 45 to 70, and then at any angle. It's just two different sports, international sports. And uh, she she goes, I'm going to do it. I said, all right. I said, but it's going to throw you off. And it, we had tears, man, because she go do American Trap, and she wasn't there no more. But when we put her on the other sport, she was ranking up, and then we started going. There's no bunker trap around here. That's my next goal. It's very expensive. You need 15 machines. Oh, wow. You know, uh, but that's one of my biggest goals uh-huh. is to get to help out Texas Tech, San Angelo, Kerrville, and MSA is looking into helping out and building one for this because we used to, they they built a makeshift side of it and just as long as she won't fall but they, they built a, a platform for her mm-hmm. and ranked up just one machine just to get her to train because we had to drive to Kerrville. Wow. Uh, and be wow. there by 10 or 11 or drive all the way to San Antonio and train and she'd be up at 2, 3 in the morning ready to go and we'd get up and boom. Take her out there. Take her out there and show up on time, you know. So what I'm getting here, that 4-H, uh, shooting, um, it's all just been family. Every it's month. Going, yeah. I mean, 2 in the morning, it's not going to be just you and her. Maybe sometimes, but it's going to be the boys. Oh, yeah. That's it's going to be your wife, wife. And it's like pack up and let's go for, for, practice, for practice. Yeah, practice. I mean, here in Andrews, you play baseball, guess what? You going? You can drive five blocks. You're gonna practice for football. You can drive <laughs> yeah. three blocks. When it comes down to shooting, because it just hasn't grown yeah. to the point yet. But uh, you're growing it. But it's growing because you invested your time into your kids. So let's go ahead and let's start transitioning now to where we are now. Yep. So, and that's man. It, like I said, I, I don't. Know, we could probably do a whole episode on, oh, on yeah. the shooting stuff because I mean it, it's a lot. It's a lot. It, it is. It is so much. And and I know you've learned a lot. Just yes, like sir. you've. Learn with the 4-H. And, and it's amazing because uh, talking to you, you're like, here is a, here is a kid that, that was born in Ohinaga. Yeah. Comes in and now you're Kansas, and now he's over here, like, doing all this. And all of a sudden, this guy's doing 4-H, and now he basically started the whole shooting league, got it approved through got the, approved school, the school, got school funded. Yes, sir. That's what, that's what that's, helped you out. 
that's what saved us. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted a good thing you brought that up. Yeah. Because that's where we reached out to him because we're like, man, we can't keep running like we yeah. used to. So I said, let's do this league. But the kids were like, dad, we want to shoot. But I said, well, this is only we could do. But I didn't realize getting involved with this, we, we met other, we brought in other kids mm-hmm. that had the same interests that were, you know, we had, we, we, we also have kids from baseball. Yeah. But some of the kids that would, a lot of bad kids. The coolest deal, we got to go to nationals the third year, you know, and we didn't, we, we made a name for ourselves because, you know, going to nationals, you're shooting with kids at 200 straights, the ones that won, but we were ranked not even at the lower three quarter, we were like up there on the top out of, uh, if I remember the numbers, and all the information is on the app, I haven't looked at it, but we were like, say, out of 700 kids, we were like in the, we were shooting in the 80s, 90s, or that's 100s. That's pretty good, yeah. Of the that's kids, so that's really good for yeah. our first year. And I had coaches come in and ask the why, and otherwise ask the coaches, you know, who's who's the coach, who's the coach? I'm like, well, that's, and I'm coach, but I'm the, I'm the dad. Yeah. But they're like, hey, who, who trained you? And then Junior always throws the joke, YouTube. <laughs> that would be true. You know, I'm like, thanks, man. You know, YouTube, my YouTube. coach. <laughs> that's a great one. But he, he does that as a joke, but I was like, that's the coach. He goes, man, I said, I just believe in these kids. Yeah. You know, and so uh, they when they started falling in love with it. So I made a lot of good friends from New York, Minnesota. There was a team from California. Wow. And we just discuss and just sit there and just loving that. Yeah. That's all it was. That. That's all it was, that's man. All it was. Uh, you put a lot you put a lot of love into that. Yeah. And and even at when times were hard, God provided for you guys. Yes, and that's another thing I want to focus on. So definitely God provided for you and your family yeah. uh, to even bring that. And and I once again I'm just gonna lay this out there that I, I really think this is a good thing. Uh, that you brought in, you know, for Andrews, uh, and I'm so blessed because it's another another type of sport to keep kids something positive for themselves. Exactly. Because yeah. nowadays, it, it isn't like what it used to it's be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially with the social media, everything that's out there, yeah. and now, you know, it's getting so tough. And I know we can get into the provisions and stuff like that, and, and like the laws and everything like that. But I know you have to be have a safe sound of mind and stuff for kids to, to be able to have these guns and stuff for shotguns. Yeah. I know it's different for, you know, a handgun and stuff yeah. like that, but um, it's it's a cool thing. And you've even given some leverage to some of these kids. I think they went there. Didn't you get one to have a scholarship to go play somewhere? I, who was it? Or maybe he might have done it on his own, but he actually probably followed up. Uh, what's the hate a kid? Uh, hate a well, kid. He's a... Uh so Matthew, uh, no, you're talking about his older brother, Cody. 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 Cody is a 4 H'er. He, he's been shooting at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to San Angelo. You know? Yeah. He got a full scholarship that they do sporting plays. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we follow up on that. A lot of opportunity. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of opportunity. But you know what? That probably would have never came around if... If you don't invest into your if kids. If you don't invest in your kids, you know, something that you brought your daughter in and, and made a big name for herself. And, and then you mentioned the haters, uh, Ben Hader, Benji. Yeah, Hader, Benji. Or, or, he's, he's, he does the same thing. He's yeah. always with his kids. Yeah, he, he, know, does, does, he does. He does a lot for the shoot, community. Yeah. Uh, he's always involved. So that's that's the type of atmosphere you're, you're going to be around in, mm-hmm. this, in the shooting sports, you know. Definitely. The dads are always, now that they're growing up, my child is my bud, he's like, Hey, so how does it feel when they graduate and they leave me? You know, they're already shedding tears. I'm like, man, I kind of let it go because I got another young one. Yeah. But that's going to be the hardest when they all. But, yeah. But, but you're going to have another phase because that's why I'm like, with the high school deal, I'm already seeing uh, these younger little girls. Mm-hmm. I said, I need you on the team. And they've been up there. So it, I'm going to keep living. There you I'm go. Doing, but uh, there it's opened up opportunity for Genesis to come back as a coach. 
Yeah, and uh, True. and continue some because uh, she got to tap into the on the international bunker. We took her to the Colorado Springs Olympics, so that started. Uh, we went to a competition in San Antonio, the same way, and uh, she got her bronze, bronze or silver. I think it was bronze, third place wow. for Junior Olympics, and then she qualified to go uh, compete at uh, Colorado awesome. Springs. One week of uh, big Olympics with the. I'm all over the world, and then the next one was Junior Olympics. So we stood up there two full weeks. That was like their biggest project. That was wow. when she graduated. That was a graduation gift. Uh, we did raffles, fundraisers. Yeah. We had everything going. Yeah. Uh, some guy won that real cool Glock. Yeah. Uh, she was, you know, family and friends helped out. We got up there because it was it was a long trip. Yeah. You know, and uh, she 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 did fairly well. You know, for first for first year, I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, hey, she she's very consistent. She just one, you know, just dropped one bird, but her, her scores were the most consistent, consistency that they've ever seen at, at a shooting race that during that competition. And they would ask me, guys from Tennessee, who's the coach? Who's, can you sign up? You know, have you thought about going this and this and that? I was like, not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought about it, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he says it's not really as he shows his fingers just to say money for us. You know, and, and one of her big goals was, you know, to keep pursuing that. But this year she goes, Dad, I'm going to get my school out. I'm going to get out of the way. Good. Along the way, man, this is something funny. I didn't. Re- I bought her. It's a good Perazzi gun. I didn't realize it was, she was doing all this with a sporting clay gun. Extra long barrels. Told, yeah. Totally, totally different. Totally different. Yeah. And then the guys were like, you know, and I found out with the Guatemala team. Hey, y'all did pretty good with the sporting clay gun. I'm like, oh yeah, it is, huh? <laughs> and it was the only gun different than everybody else. Really. Yeah, that let me know that she was because her his team was practicing and warming up with her, and they were kind of frustrated. Yeah, and she just developed that skill, you know. So what I want to share is for every father to find out. I don't care what it costs, what your kid really, really has, you know. Because I, I went out of the norm. We tried the everything else I would try and see, and then when I went out of the norm, it does cost. It's yeah. a sacrifice yeah. and stuff. But now we got a memory and. She's real passionate about it. Yeah, and it's not so much a dog at other sports. Yeah. Maybe your child isn't to basketball, your yeah. child isn't to football, but you're never going to know what your child is into if you don't step out of you the comfort zone. I mean, because yeah. like you said, you follow the trend. You follow, okay, everybody's putting their kids in, in football or in cheerleading, and there yeah. you go, and you're doing it. Yeah, and then it's hard because... Don't be afraid to try the something new. Yeah, yeah. And, and you and you showed that, and you showed that. So you, you put a lot of love in, into Genesis and, and even all your kids, and just yeah. by putting her now, now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here at the Detail M5 garage, and you're putting your love and your time into basically your family again. Yeah, yeah. And so, so now, tell us what this is. So yeah, how did this come about? Real quick, how did well, this, how, uh, did, how, did, how did this come about? Kind of funny, but I want to share this. A lot of the, the blessings that I have were in the downturn. I remember we bought our first home. Uh, so when I got married, remember we were mm-hmm. in the bust. Mm-hmm. So we uh, Samuel and Nice on Fourth Street, right next to La Hacienda. Mm-hmm. I grew up in those apartments, and then uh, he's he's had this old tore down house. And he let me have. He goes, he said we gotta go to abstract, sign on papers. He goes. I'm, he didn't spit on his hand, but he just gave me a handshake. Yeah. He goes, this is how I do deals. I said, yes, sir. He goes, pay me. Just pay my house. Yes, sir. What do I, he goes, just pay it. So he was, he gave me an opportunity. He goes, I saw you grow. I just want to help you out. You're going to need a home. This is what I was saying. I'm like, no, I don't need a house. 
you know, I'll never get married. And uh, we put it together, we fixed it. Then, you know, all this happened. Then you want to move. I wanted to live right in front of Devonia because I want my kids to go to school there. I didn't realize what was going on in town, and so we moved to that one. And then they changed the grade levels. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, they changed the look. Yeah. coming back this way. Yeah. But it was cool, you know, but we got to see the kids. And, uh, and I was at a downturn, you know, and I started moving up, running the rig and supervising. And I was real nervous, like, man, work is slow. You know how the old, but, but my dad, old man always taught me, God will provide. So I've, I've always shared that. In tough times, you know, as we got into the high school league, I met real wonderful friends also with, uh, he took me out of what I would, as a man wants to build, mm-hmm. but then if you let him guide you, there's more exciting things to come yeah. that throughout this community is probably needed, you know, like all these kids. So now we sit and talk. My kids always have this question, hey dad, what would we be doing if we were never gotten into shooting sports? And they always ask that after when we come back from a shoot, yeah. competitions. Well, we were not done 4-H then. Where would we be at? We did 4-H, we went to the big rodeos shows in San Antonio, and Fort Worth, and, uh, Dallas, you know, uh, Waco. We, we, we traveled, you know, and then, but when it was good, then when it was bad, yeah. we still kept doing it, and God always somehow worked something out. So uh, I do want to share that, that it's very important that in tough times, you do stick with family because that's how this started through the COVID deal. Yeah. Before that, I was, you know, rough. I had summer jobs coming. Do you want more yards? Me and him, my family's bad with allergies. You know, don't yeah. work out for me. We've done it, but I could see he went too excited. And so I introduced uh, Genesis to Porter's. She got her first job there at the meat market, you know, and then she, she had to get her. That's where I, my first job was at, mm-hmm. one of my first jobs. And then I introduced Jaden into that, and uh, he's he loved that job. He worked through the COVID. We were nervous. And Dad, he goes, we just pray. He goes, I'm gonna make a little more. He's really excited. But you know, they started hearing about the situation. But we always somehow we just put him in God's hands, and you know, he's really excited. He's doing good. Yeah. I have a, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. I, I told him last time we got in from a ten-hour job, or like, you know, to ten o'clock at night. So I respect you, son, because you stepped away from your job to do this. And uh, this started throughout this process of COVID. And I said, hey, you want to do mobile? And I could see it wasn't his thing, so I started, I just stepped back. And not, you know, we, we support all our mobile guys here. You know, we got set up for them to help out. But I could say, I need to find this. And I let him find his thing. And he's, he's big on cars. Hey, Dad, UTI came and talked to him about Harleys. Mustangs, Fords, all that, and uh, Arizona and Dallas, and then OC, you know, all these awesome products. Well, I see the love of cars, and he's got very well educated on a lot of cars that I didn't realize just because we don't have them, but he's very, very well informed on yeah. the engines, ratio. He, when I go to do deals on buying a truck, I let the salesman talk to him, and they would be amazed on he knew rear end sizes. And you know, man, who teaches? I said, I'm not a mechanic, man. I said, he just, he just loves reading and researching cars. So um, that's what brought us here, you know, and he came up with a M5. We were trying to, you know, we can't come up with a name. So we, we tried all these different things and he, we tried to change it many times. And he goes, no, he goes, I want M5. He goes, why? He goes, it's five of us then. Yeah. He's he's always been the, the center of, 
in five, you know, he, and I started thinking as we're talking, he did, God's not this shooting team. So uh, you see a little keychain holder, I'll show you later, uh -huh. my dad built, he put that in there. So that's why this just started, you know, we were at our, not even two months. Our first trial was uh, May. Mm -hmm. We had to move in, clean up, and get everything going, and make a run, bring equipment, supplies, and then pay the pay the rent for that month, and then this next month, and, and it just it just keeps it keeps going, and yeah. uh, wonderful support of our friends and family, and, and just neighbors and people that we've never met. We're meeting them through here, right? You know, so and, and I that, see I see happening. He's working his tail off. Yeah, he hasn't had a paycheck yet. Yeah. Well, let's but, let's uh, let's talk about how he's still here working. It's seven thirty p.m. I mean. It's summer already, and he's he's, he's hard at it. He he has a dream, just like you had a dream. Is he's it? got he's got that instilled from his dad. So, yeah. and now he's working hard, and yeah. that's what it costs. You know, I, I know what it, I went to to college. Uh, I got a business degree. A lot of it, you know, was a lot of math and stuff. But a lot of it doesn't tell you what it takes, the integrity, to get into to building a business. And I'll, it's true when you build a business, sometimes you don't get paid yeah. for the first couple weeks or months. You know, but you, that's how you start becoming because you start small you're learning the things that you're supposed to you're learning it right you're learning it right and, and letting definitely having your faith in god because he's the one that's going to carry this whole yeah. family to just just blow this this whole place up yeah. to just doing something so good so yeah at 7 30 he's he's out working yeah has, has he complained he hasn't complained us as grown-ups we probably complain more oh Oh yeah, you know he's. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I know I complain all the time. That's, that's the truth. He hasn't complained. You know, we did cut him a check, and then he turned around and get back and go buy more supplies. I was yeah. like, man, you know. So what? But uh, with everything throughout life, it just swimming was another sport he was in. We got both swimmers, junior. Uh, Coach Wallman, he's got a heck of a. I like the, the swimming team. He, uh, the ethic that he yeah, brings, he's got he pushes him to the old school. Does. Old, old school. school, and I, I've seen. Every, everybody in Andrews at some point in any department, not just, you know, because I was saying uh, the other sports, everything they've done helps build these Andrews kids. What's in, you know, what's, like everybody else, man, what's so good about Andrews? You just got to move up there and yeah. try it, you know? You got to understand because <laughs> there's that sense of community, like, oh, you're an Andrews kid? I'm going to help your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. said, you didn't know anything about shooting. You didn't know anything about 4-H, but so it was somebody. Mean? I mean, you had somebody else who had no blood into your into your daughter no yeah. no skin in the game and yeah. he was like the number one fan yeah. into her shooting he's like dude she can do it like she can do and it. that's what it is here like growing up i know that Webo and i we had we were we met each other in babe ruth yeah in babe ruth league and we actually had three coaches and none of the coaches had kids on the team they're like 20 year olds you know, like they had no kid in the team you don't see that in most places the 20 year olds out there trying to yeah. go party and have fun and just yeah, live life yeah. and he's spending four days out of the week coaching with 13 and 15 year olds yeah. teaching them and, and and it's not just there i mean it's everywhere it's like you said like you started coaching the 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 shooting team for your kids but also now you're recruiting other kids yeah, and you're kids. taking care of them as yeah. your kids yeah, yeah. and uh, that's along through the whole community that's in our school systems you get these teachers who have their students but it you know they're treating them like their kids yeah. you know you get coaches who are doing the same thing 
I mean, Webo, you you've uh, you've ran the girls softball association. Uh, I, yeah, I was the president of the girls softball league, and I kind of had to step down just for some major health problems and stuff. But I'm still involved in that. Uh, you know, my wife right now is doing the concessions for baseball and stuff, but we are doing that for. Now that for you softball. mentioned the softball deal, that, that's kind of how the softball program here in Andrews got started through mm-hmm. dads, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really was. It and really was. When I heard the story, I was like, "That's my goal," you know, uh, and it. Softball got started with a, a group of dads mm-hmm. that kept working, and then later on, it made a school sport. And look what now they got yeah. their own softball. It, it is a rarity. It is a rarity, you know, for nowadays for these for for you know people to step up and do something commitment yeah. like that. And you know, I want to thank you personally for doing what you're doing, man. Yes, you're sir, doing a really you. really good job. I thank God for you as well because it's 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 really been a phenomenal. Just listen to your life story, and I'm, I could sit here and oh, yeah. for another two hours. You could the stories you could tell. I'm just you know, just amazing. I mean, we're gonna have to come back and get another episode. <laughs> oh yeah, because this guy. I mean, he's he's saying I all mean, kinds. There's a lot of great stuff here. But you know, it, to to summarize everything from Mr. Jesse himself, Mr. Munoz, detail M5 Garage, family-owned business, a family that loves Andrews, family that is. You could say that it is Andrew's main, obviously. Yes, sir. I mean, other than a month in Okinawa. Other than a month when he was born in Okinawa. There you go. Mi esposa de Okinawa. There you go. So, yeah, we we appreciate what you've done here, man. And, you know, may God bless your your, your you. what your son, you and your son, your whole family's business, which I got going on here. Because Thank that's... And I know that's where you're going to keep your focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely put in the faith in God and himself. Uh, man, the love of a father. Yeah. That's that's where it's at. I mean, because he has another job. He works for Excalibur. He's a salesman for Excalibur. So he goes and he does that job. And he comes over here and helps his yeah, kid. Help I mean, up, yeah. he was telling me he was up here at 10 p.m. the other night. So he goes and works. And his kids are here. And they're working. I mean, again, 730 and they're still here working. I mean, who knows what time they're going to go home because they still got... So real quick before we start ending, explain to our listeners what is in Detail M5 Garage. Well, so uh, we started doing just, you know, not just car washing, the good outside and inside, hand wash. You know, we're doing hand wash. Hand wash is very important. He's another go. Jaden developed uh, a patient that he has, but he's done all the research like he will on... The product, yes, and uh, that's who he—he's got the. This guy's got the numbers direct to the big guys, and any question he's got, they seen the support. Uh, he's seen the support from them when the, we went down to introduce and do the deal. Uh, he's got more goals that he's going to be doing, but uh, from there we go to detailing. He—he he, he likes to detail, like really. Uh, we've had some cars that are, really need a good detailing, uh, no. trashed, whatever. We're here to help, you know. Junior, he goes, we don't need to take the before pictures, he goes, because you already got that bad. He's, he's got the sayings. He goes, you don't need the before pictures. Who wants to remember that bad dream? Yeah. So we post everything uh, uh, aftermath. We keep some before pictures to, you know, to see what we've been working with, but we don't like to post that, especially to our customers. We respect that. that a vehicle is a big investment other than your home. A vehicle, how's your family around you know, if these vehicles were to relate stories where they've been, what they've heard, what driving, you know, mm-hmm. also fun times and bad times, you know, because we said sometimes we wanted to talk away from the kid, we get in the cars and talk, you know, or driving, you know, 
vehicle is really important to us, you know, as it is to our customers. So uh, we've developed a detailed deal. Along the way, you know, they develop, they can, hey, Dad, you need scrub here, you need scrub there. So I see that they really are good detailers. Uh, there's other uh, services that came from that window tinting on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, we're doing window tinting right now. Uh, that's going to turn full time. That's awesome. Uh, we've been getting scheduling, you know, in the, in the summer, people are needing uh, their windows tinted. Yeah. And uh, so that's uh, another service. And uh, at the end of the deal, he's going to have, when he's fully said and done, uh, we see a lot of paint correction and small dents that we're really yeah, and, and I, in line. I remember you talking about that. And, and like, so like M5 Garage, detailing outside and inside. And inside. Now the detailing, and just to get a little bit more uh, into real fast, detailing outside, y'all do know how to, guys, these, these people do know how to eliminate, you see those small swirl marks on the paint, it can have the paint correction, a small paint correction right. can do that. Uh, special type of services that they do do here. Um, they do do the, the two bucket wash method, which eliminates a lot of the dirt and grit that does scratch uh, your vehicle. Uh, they do do the microfiber towel uh, wiping down, which that eliminates, you know, once again, they are fresh towels. Every that they car, every, every car, car, every car gets a fresh wipe down from a fresh towel. So they are not the same ones used from, from another previous car because this actually, like I said, eliminates scratching on the car. And now people don't realize, oh, I don't know if I've seen scratch. Let me put your car under a light and you will see that micro scratching and it is it, there's a lot of scroll marks on there Trust me. So you do that and then your son he definitely wants to go to school and, and getting certification stuff to even do major like paint correction and maybe a little bit more work work on the outside of the He loves car. cars. I've seen the you know, he saw the, the, the trade schools that they could offer him so I'm just supporting him. Yeah. That, once again, another level of father supporting their, one of their kids to do the dreams. Guys, they have chemical products up here. They are for sale. Yes, sir. That is correct. So anytime you want to come and try this chemical, guys, I'm a big, big fan of this stuff here. And let me tell you, it is no joke. It is no lie. Um, great, great stuff up here. They do sell it. Um, they do offer all kinds of services. What, what, what would your price ranges be? Anywhere from, from a simple wash yeah. to the most detailed? You know, we seen this is what we let our customers. Uh, we are going to have a set price, but it, it can it, it varies on the severity of the okay. car. Good outside wash, small vehicles, twenty five dollars. They go thirty five, forty five, and then some people. You know, we're gonna we're gonna create a menu and a list to where you know we had a guy come in. I just want inside really detail, not basic outside wash. Yeah. So he don't want a full detail. Yeah, but he wants the inside wants a full detail. So. You know, we've done details uh, with water, salt water spot removals. Mm -hmm. Those go up higher. We buff them twice. We wash them twice. Uh, we make sure it gets done correctly. So we, you know, start from 25, 35, and you can wind up to 150, to 300, 400 dollars. And, and mind uh, you, even even the simplest of 25 dollars washes, it does does carry the chemical guys stuff yes, in it. And this is product. great, great product. Yeah. Uh, it is not like I said. This product is not cheap, uh, but it is very, very well. Uh, developed and, and like I said this product does work so like I said even for an outside wash that's actually a really really good deal to have that and stuff like that so we got a we got a saying we clean behind the ears so we you know we get to your door hinges on every wash and like you mentioned we use we start off with the same product and you just keep adding what you want to do as you know your paint your quality your waxing but it, the same the soap that starts with every one of them it's already a high dollar in soap that yeah. we use uh, and every car has it I mean they use high quality product 
And they're not just using water that's coming out of the water hose. Oh, no. No. We, we've got a load of that. Huge, I don't, how, how many gallons is that that's thing? That's a thousand gallon. A thousand gallon. And he has a massive RO system back there. So, I mean, you're getting high quality water. You're getting high quality uh, soap. You're getting high quality uh, wash towels, high quality buckets, high quality waxes. I mean, sealants. I mean, anything you can we get into. We need to go pick you up, drop you off. We have a, we have a service. So, I mean, he, <laughs> there you he's... Go. he's He's teaching these, his children work ethic, dedication, morals. Um, like you said, we watch behind the ears. I mean, so they're not missing a beat. I mean, he's teaching them the details of what it takes to run a good quality business that who knows where it can take off from here. And it, who knows? I mean, maybe 15 years from now, we're talking about the big old organization of M5 across all across that, Texas that could and be United possible. States. But it, it, it starts at home. Yeah. It starts at home. So uh, so here in Andrews, America, once again, you podcast fanatics, you men out there, you young women, whomever, need a good detail, need a good wash, you come and see my buddy here, Mr. Jesse Munoz. Mr. Jesse, once again, buddy, I'm going to shake your hand, man. Yeah, you I appreciate guys. your time, Thank dude. You. Thank you so very much and what, you know, what you're doing here, what you're instilling. Uh, happy Father's Day, man, coming yeah, up. Happy Seriously, Father's Day to you guys too. I appreciate that. Happy Father's Day. Uh, we want to leave you with words of wisdom. What words of wisdom would you give our listeners, anybody out there, from a father, you could say even a business owner, a hard worker, a family man, a husband, what would you, what would you have to say? That's a, that's a real good question. Seeing what, what is happening nowadays throughout the world, uh, you know, makes you think about many things. Our father figure, our main father, you know, Heavenly Father God, I was introduced to that uh, at a very young age. My mama was a firm believer, go to, you know, not just go to church, but you believe. You got to believe in prayer, you know. That's how you talk to him, and I was like, all right. Growing up, uh, I remember one time I was really, really sick. Uh, you know, times were tough. Old field wasn't hitting. We couldn't go to a doctor. We just, just called the, the preacher, the pastor. Said a prayer. From that day forward, I've never had bronchitis. So the kids remember, Junior remembers. A, a lot of this starts with prayer. Our shooting, sporting. We pray, we pray here in the mornings already. We prayed here. We didn't have a schedule. We had more cars to watch yet. I grabbed the phone, I was going to call a buddy, and it went crazy, and I was like, then I heard this voice like, hey, don't call him. The guy shows up, he goes, I got two cars. And then when I'm doing this, another guy shows up, and then we got a full weekend loaded with prayer. But then you think about, what about these kids that haven't been introduced to none of the, we're very fortunate to the blessings that we have. And that's why I teach the kids not to ever get into the judgmental or side of, they're doing that bad stuff because they're bad. They have the privilege that we've had. So uh, there's this verse that hit me really, really strong. It's been a while. And this is a simple verse in Psalms. It says, children are inheritance of God. It's been given to us. And we've lost that somehow. Because I do talk, you know, I, 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 I'm human. You do say things this morning. I went and hugged you and said, hey, man, I'm sorry about last night, you know. I know it's been rough and tough, but it's okay. You know, it's all right now. Forgive me. And I never given him a kiss on the cheek. He's 14 now, you know. And he was like, 
it was, it was fine to do that. And I tell him, it's, it's okay. To, my wife always tell him, kiss your dad. You kiss your dad? You kiss Walito? I'm like, yeah. So, uh, you know, I call my dad. Uh, we got that good relation. But that verse is inheritance. So God's given us a big, that's his, you know. So it, 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 it startles me every day to think, well, I hope I'm doing the right thing with him, you know. And along listening to you guys amazes me a lot with the stepchildren uh, being a father figure to those to those kids, you know, that are that are out there. And then what about the other ones that are fatherless? Mm -hmm. So that's when the coaches step in and I've there's many times I'm, you know what? I'm done, I can't coach, I gotta do. And somehow man, like someone said, hey, you you've done this deal beyond the organization you're at, yeah. you know, it's beyond that. And then when you see, like, I, you hear the comments of the kids running out, I couldn't wait for today. You know, or when I'm, hey, can I talk to you? I'm having a bad day. Uh, along the way, there's a story of this kid that he was well at everything he did, he'd make it. And shooting sports saved his life. Uh, and this is some other deal, but the mom stepped up. This is somewhere else. The mom said that she found a suicide letter. And it freaked her out. And so, you know, at the end of the day, parents sit around. Yeah. Those that drink, and we, you know, the kids are playing and barbecuing, and we talk. He goes, this kid, later on, she, she was freaked out with the suit like them. She said, but I found one thing that I live for now, shooting sports. And he started talking how that coach influenced him. Because at first she was kind of freaked out. She was, she was going to throw a letter and call, counseling. She kept reading, and she was like, oh. You know, and it was, I guess it's journal or something, and that stuck with me to not, I've done a deal I can't stop, you know, unless it moves into something else, but we gotta leave someone doing probably like the softball organization. Mm -hmm. So I would say single guys, you know, I like work with the youth, work with them. If you get one, you can just help one and change his life. That's an inheritance from God. There you know? go. So, uh, just work at it with all you got. If it's just, just one, I had a little group of five kids. Our team is now easily 25 and we have to slow down. Yeah. You know, uh, those same kids are going to come back and help coach. I can really see it, you know, uh, because they're, now they're working, they got jobs. Damien, Josue is working. They're going to college, they're studying. So it's pretty cool to see them, you know, do something, and then yeah. right before they left, I went ahead and told them, I said, all I want y'all to know is there was this crazy guy that put an idea together, but y'all made it happen. And if y'all ever need anything, y'all call each other throughout. They went to Amarillo, Jennings and Jen, and they were real amazed of a, there's a squad of five that grew up in high school. They lived all their years together, and they still get together and shoot. They almost shot the 500 straight, but the fifth guy dropped one bird. Yeah. But that's her goal, to yeah. shoot 500 straight birds without missing. And they're, they're older guys. And that's, they still meet, they fly in, and let's do it. And they compete, and they, that's, that's awesome. their goal. And I think they, they, they just hit it not too long ago. Yep. So uh, don't ever stop, don't ever quit. Don't, don't put an age limit or your situation. If you can help one kid in life, just be a father, a father figure there. Like he is with us, you know. And Heavenly God is just, He's, he don't turn his back on no one. That's the truth. Doesn't turn your back on no one. 
That is the truth. Thank you, Mr. Munoz. We appreciate it once again. Wevel with a cup of Joe. Thank you, you fan fanatics out there. And hopefully you tune in to us next time when we have another special guest. Wevel with a cup of Joe. Joe, it's good seeing you again today, buddy. Good to see you, buddy.